RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. So yesterday morning, we heard from Zeb Jackson, who had been to the Hawke's Bay after Cyclone Gabriel and had been helping out. And she gave us a pretty good uh, uh, look into what she'd been doing and others that she sort of uh, organized with to help the folk of uh, particular areas of the Hawke's Bay after Gabriel. And that went on for quite some time for her. So we're going to step it up a gear in our coverage of the aftermath of Gabriel by talking to Mike Beekmans. It's hard to know where to start on this one because uh, uh, there's quite a few moving parts to it. But Mike, welcome to Reality Check Radio. Thanks for coming on. Um, Thank you for having me. And sympathy our way for the situation you and others are in because you won't be the only one. So we found out yesterday um, when we talked with Zeb that you know there was there was a lot in the aftermath. But we hadn't heard, you know, from at a granular level, examples of, of what had actually happened to folk, specifically you in the Esk Valley, right? The Esk Valley. Yes, correct. Yeah. And so we're going to go into that. Now, you weren't actually at your property in the Esk Valley when the disaster happened. So you weren't actually, we'll make that clear, you weren't actually in the house. You weren't um, in the area. You, you were out of the country at the time. Correct. So, correct. Well, but yeah. when was the first time you heard well, the first time we heard was um, uh, halfway between LA and Auckland. I get a, um, a text message uh, from um, uh, my buddy who was uh, house sitting for us, um, and uh, the text message contains a photo of a half a meter of water in the living room. Which, wow. which <laughs> you're means, on the plane, eh? You're on the plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, but our house is built bowl up proof. So half a meter in the house means a meter 70 outside. Right. So my buddy says, sorry, mate, but uh, the house is, um, uh, I'll say, munted here. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> we will understand what that means. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, and there's nothing I can do. Um, a meter 70 meant that they were trapped in the house because all the, all the vehicles and cars and trucks were all um, uh, underwater and couldn't um, uh, save themselves uh, from there. Uh, so that's when we first learned. A couple of hours later, we uh, land in Auckland. We try and uh, uh, touch base with, um, uh, with him. And, well, it it's just turns out to be impossible to uh, make any contact with Hawke's Bay at that stage. And we are gradually learning of the... Um, um, well, of the severity and the intensity of the flood that has uh, come through. Right. Yeah. Were you, were you conscious that, that that area was vulnerable in that way? Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. Uh, we've bought um, a house and orchards nine years ago. We um, have been very conscious of the fact that there was a flood in 38. We're very conscious of the fact of Bola in 89. Um yeah. We had a flood in 2018 when we were there ourselves. Um, and all the while, we actually didn't consider ourselves to be at genuine risk, not, the, not what we've seen on the 14th, because our house was built to be bowler proof. And, right. we, and we took a lot of comfort and we took a lot of comfort in that. Okay, so it turned out to be really bad there, right? Um, there was a death involved. And, and that's so sad to yep. hear about. Uh, and obviously, as you're back in the country and as you're finding more things out, the whole thing's sort of unfolding in front of you. And I've seen the before and after picture of your property, and it's barely recognisable, isn't it, from between the before and after. You can kind of see the, 
the, the loose sort of layout of the land, but you know, the, oh, there's, the there's no, there's just the roof there. there, and yeah, all, all the all the nice rows of trees in the orchard—they're all gone. Everything's yeah. kind of gone. So we're really um, sorry to hear about what happened there. But that's really just the beginning of it for you, then, right? Unfortunately. <laughs> oh dear. So, yeah. so uh, what do you do? You get back into the Hawks Bay. You, you, I guess, you try and get to the property, have a look. You realise that. Oh, how do you take all that being smashed to pieces like that? Um, all that work, all that effort, um, you know, mortgage at stake, all those sorts of things. How did oh, you the, the, yeah. Well, um, first and foremost, it's just unreal. You, you set you set foot on the land uh, you've worked so hard for the for, for, for the last nine years, and uh, all you can see is total and utter destruction. I mean. When, I mean the the the, the metaphor of uh, it looked like a bomb went off is doesn't even doesn't even cover it. I mean, right. five sheds completely washed away. I mean, there's literally nothing there. Tractors never to be found again. Um, uh, <laughs> as a, as a as a as a little segue, we did have two sixty year old Messy Fergusons, and they they are still where they were parked. So there's there's a bit of quality. Oh, so they were <laughs> left kind of left <laughs> alone in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. yeah. Um, but mo modern tractors gone. Um, uh, the house completely uh, smashed to bits, and all there's left are the piles the house once was on. Um, for, for as far as the sheds is concerned, there's simply just the, the concrete slabs left. Uh, every single tree in the orchard has been snapped at the union, snapped at the base. Um, so at the front of the, of the orchard, silts build up to a meter 75-ish. Wow. Uh, at, the, at the back of the property where the house and the sheds were, there's hardly any silt and we've learned from a hydrology engineer uh, that that is because where we are the valley actually narrows by roughly 150 meters yeah which means it's like putting your thumb on a garden hose and uh, around the outsides of the valley so and our property and at the other side of the valley uh, the water sped up to an, uh, an estimated 80 kilometers an hour four meters high nothing nothing will survive Literally. So that was like a raging torrent. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Going at yes. 80 Ks an hour. Yes. Like yeah. a freight train. Like a freight train. Yes. And this has been confirmed by our neighbors who sat on their roof and they saw how um, a 40 foot container smashed the front of our house. Oh, okay. Container. Said how the house was breached. Yes. Yes. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. So once the, once, the, once, the, once the house opened up, it was just a matter of time for. Um, um, the entire thing to 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 break up in little pieces and uh, be washed away. I mean, we've literally not found a shred of the house um, um, uh, apart from one roof panel. So that's all been pushed way down the valley somewhere yeah. and and broken yeah. into yeah. To, yes. to lots of pieces. Yeah. What what about the? Uh, you mentioned the tree. So is there nothing in the orchard that? Is anything like the orchard was? No, well, nothing. Productive no. capacity of it has gone. gone. Right? Absolutely, completely gone. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, <laughs> if the trees haven't snapped, then they're buried in um, uh, a layer of silt at the front of the orchard, a layer of silt. And we've not, because of the silt, we've not actually been able to ascertain whether those trees um, um, actually snapped off or not. But it actually doesn't matter because. Um, under that much silt, nothing will survive. 
Yeah, where did all the silt come come from? Did it, did it just come wash off the hills or something like that? Or it, it, yeah, I mean it, it's it's um, it's a river valley. It, it, well, it? It, it came it came from the the Esk River itself is not a really big river, uh, but the catchment area of it is is relatively big. So there's a lot of farmland um, uh, upstream. There's forestry upstream, um, and you've got to understand that we've had more than two hundred days of consecutive rain. Some, some days it was just a mill, other days it was 20 mil, other days it was more. So the, um, uh, the land really hasn't had much, cha- uh, much chance to dry out at all. So you've got all these really heavy um, waterlogged um, uh, hillsides for, for as far as the eye can see. And then you get this big monster of a system come over and, yeah, I mean... Everything just came down. It was about three hundred mils. Drive up to, if, sorry, it was, about, it was about three hundred mils in in one period, wasn't it? Of rain, it was like a huge um, dumping in one go. Is what yes, I yes, yes, well, yeah, yeah. And and that huge huge dumping, um, it was. I think it was more than three hundred mils. But um, sorry, uh, maybe yeah, maybe a yeah, third yeah. of a meter or something like that. I'm getting yeah, my yeah. Uh, metrics sorted, yeah. out, and, sorted out. But here. all of that gets funneled through a relatively narrow valley. So it's got a large catchment area, but it funnels through, a, a, well, the valley where we are is across 500 metres. So there's, there's yeah. a lot of water being pushed through a relatively uh, uh, narrow strip of land. And how many metres above, did you say again? Four. Four, okay. Four, yeah. Yeah, you're well underwater at four metres. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so then you think what? Okay, well, it's a disaster. It's really... You know, it's 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 we've taken a hit here, and it's sad because of the death. But surely we can kind of claw back what happened. Well, you try, right? I mean, the the, the first the first thing we we um, um, in vain turned out later uh, tried to do was is at least see if we could find some some personal belongings. Um, I mean, it was clear that the business was uh, not going to operate for for a wee while. Um, but we were trying to find my wife's jewellery. We were trying to find my guitars. Um, we were trying to find whatever we could lay our hands on. Um, but it turned out, and we've had fantastic volunteers turn up and help us turn oh, probably 2,000 square metres of uh, uh, silt um, just in, 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 a, in a bid to uh, find anything. Um, yeah, we found, we, yeah, we found a couple of uh, spoons <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, the, the well, we yeah. So the two well, we tractors. Had to, we, we had we had to concede that there was nothing there. So you got the two tractors and a couple of old massive yeah, burgers, those, a couple of spoons. Yeah, yeah. All those tractors, those tractors are gone. Don't get me wrong. I mean, the fact that they're still there doesn't mean that they still work. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, so you you had to uh, deal with losing basically all your possessions. Everything, uh, yes, and and stuff. I, I imagine that has been special to you for a long time. Um, was that sort of traumatic, or is that just you know, that's life? Well, it's life. I mean, um, I'm, I, I think I'm, to, to my own surprise, relatively philosophic about it. Um, I thought I'd be more attached to some of um, our belongings. I think my wife was probably expecting to be more attached to some of her, her belongings. I mean. Um, I'm a I'm a I'm a really good husband, if I might say so myself. So I've given <laughs> her fantastic jewellery over the years. Of course you are. Yeah. But, but but 
but you look at this in the, in the, in the bigger picture and you think, well, um, things could have been so much worse. Just count our lucky stars. Um, our loss is predominantly material. I uh, say predominantly, we lost some pets, but um, we'll, we'll get off of that. Um, predominantly material. And the good thing about material loss is you can recover from that. It'll take time. It'll take effort. It'll take uh, ingenuity. But we will recover from a material loss. Uh, and that's that's how we've looked at it from probably day two or three. So we've been, yeah, we're not overly sentimental about the uh, yeah. about the material stuff. Yeah. But you, um, and it was reported early on that uh, the government were making announcements that don't worry, we've got this, um, you yes. know, we've got you back yes. and uh, we're working on uh, ways to help people through and to rebuild, we'll keep, you know, businesses, they, they term them what, viable businesses going and uh, there were amounts of money that could be applied for and it sounded like at the time that, you know, it wouldn't be too bad for people. It's tough, but there could be a way through. Is yes. that how it turned out to be? <laughs> no, Paul. It, it, it didn't turn out to be that way. No. Right. Yeah. Um, so so where, where do we start yeah. with that? Where do we start yeah. with, with with that whole process then? Oh, well, let, let's. Uh, for, for, from our point of view, we uh, are looking at the insurance company for paying out on the house policy. We are looking at central government, the, the, the group around uh, Grant Robertson, to come up with a, um, uh, with a plan and a schedule to um, uh, make decisions on what's going to happen with Esk Valley and the subsequent red zoning, um, yes or no, red zoning, and potential um, uh, payout or, or payout of the land or buyback of the land. Um, so that, those are the two big chunks. Uh, and those two big chunks... Um, we're not making any progress there. Uh, so we get no clarity on um, uh, on our insurance. We get, we've asked through uh, quite a few politicians now to, to um, be on our side and actually request something of a timeline of central government. Uh, a timeline is important for us because we are still paying a mortgage. We, um, on top of that, we are paying a rent. But we're doing all of that whilst our uh, income has dropped away completely since the 14th of February. Uh, so we've got nothing coming in and we are, um, yeah, we're hemorrhaging money at the moment. Yeah. And we're, we're paying yeah. all that um, um, uh, through our savings. And uh, that is not an infinite source, I can promise you. No, well, it wouldn't be for anyone. No, no I get correct, that. correct. Yeah. Um, so... Insurance should come to the party sooner rather than later. Well, why, why has it taken this long? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't are know. you we, the only one experiencing these sorts of delays? Have you talked to no, others? No, 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 no. We've had a um, uh, we've had a meeting hosted by National Party here two weeks ago, and um, it turns out that um, our insurer has been particularly particularly um, um, lax in terms of communicating with their customers. So um, there was a room with probably 10 or 11 families and seven or eight of them are with my insurer. Um, and they all said the same thing. We can't get it. We can't get a, a, an answer out of them. They simply ignore us. You send them an email and they'll come back with you um, with, with the oblig, uh, obligatory uh, 
will uh, respond within five working days if that then doesn't happen. So on top of all that, we've now lawyered up because, I, I mean, the stress of the whole situation is um, uh, getting to me. And I, and I just need to, well, for, for lack of a better word, compartmentalize this, this whole process and what I can hand off to someone more experienced, um, I will. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's... Are they getting through? Is that, is that no. making any... No, okay, no, not, so not, is this a really. tactic? Do you think it's a tactic? By the insurance no, company? To, I mean, we, we can speculate. There's all sorts well, of Well, if, if they don't get back to you, we can speculate, all right? I mean, yeah, there's yeah, got to yeah, be okay. a reason for it. So yeah. I think it's okay. Um, it'll be one of a few things, won't it? Either yeah. they're overwhelmed, they yeah, don't have the, the, the capacity within the organization to deal directly with communications. Then you'd have to ask yourself, why is that? Um, are they twisting and turning over the definition of the disaster? Are they doing that? Possibly, possibly. But you don't I mean, know. One, 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 of, one, of the, one of the things that comes to mind immediately is that um, our insurer is, which is a rural insurer, is probably overexposed in, yeah. in the areas that have been affected. So they might be overwhelmed, but a, a much greater risk is that they are potentially overexposed at the moment. Yeah. Well, that was going to be my next option. Yeah, yeah. And as I said, we can't, I, I don't want to speculate on it because it's, uh, it's not helpful, <laughs> yeah. and, it doesn't, and it doesn't really help my uh, um, uh, my trying to remain calm in all of this. Um, but yeah, no, that's it, fair enough. That's fair yeah. enough. But I mean, you know, you, you, curiosity is aroused. Oh yeah, yeah, correct. I'm sure when the um, you know they sell you the policies, it's all um, sweetness and light. You know that we're great, and uh, don't worry, we'll be here for you, and all oh, of that yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Yes. Okay, so that, that, that's what salespeople do. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So um, what about in terms of uh, allocating, you know, emergency funds? I think that was that had been outsourced to the Chamber of Commerce in that area. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, yes. So, so there, there's been two lots of um, um, cyclone recovery uh, assistance. Um, one lot was a cleanup grant um, handed out by um, uh, Ministry of Primary Industries, MPI. Um, and the other lot was a business continuity grant uh, handed out or issued or whatever you want to call it uh, by the Ministry of Business, Innovation and Employment, MB. MB had delegated that responsibility uh, to local chambers of business. Uh, in our case, the Hawke's Bay uh, Chamber of Commerce, um, yeah, and that's when things start to go a bit odd. Yeah, you, that's not their core business, is it, to handle things? Like no, 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 no. I wouldn't, wouldn't imagine so. And also they have, you, you don't know who's connected to who. I mean, with respect to them, <laughs> though, but you don't know where the tentacles go. Oh, and you, you're going, you're going into straight for right? the jugular. <laughs> What's that? I said, you're going straight for the jugular. Well, again, you've got to ask, you know, why Why are there inconsistencies? Oh, why correct. Why do some oh, get across we, the line? Ask, why, why don't others, you know? Oh, and we ask ourselves that, uh, those questions, right? Um, so we got initially, um, and, and I'd like to emphasize before I say anything, we are at the absolute epicenter of this um, um, uh, disaster. I mean, don't want to say that we're 
hurting more than others. I mean, everyone in Eskali is hurting. Everyone in Pakafai is hurting. Everyone in Dartmoor is hurting. Um, what is, well, not special, but what is clear about our case is that we've literally got nothing left. There's, there's nothing left standing. So in terms of um, assessing our business and seeing that it was a really good, viable business, um, we, we've, we've got a fruit marketing business. So we grow our own, but we also buy in a lot. Um, a fruit marketing business, um, which was doing blooming fantastic. You can show all the cash flows and all that. Yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, yeah. Well, they, they didn't even ask them. So they didn't even ask. They didn't even ask. No, no. Well, how so would they? A, how could they properly assess you then? If they... that is a really good question, that is a really good question. Um, I mean, what we, on that initial um, uh, on initially being declined uh, any support with the uh, famous words I, I know from the top of my head now. Um, uh, we had to prioritize the most severely impacted businesses with a <laughs> successful uh, grant. You kind of look at it and think, well, you've got to be kidding me. Show me, a, show me those people who have. Is that bought. a former, is that just a, um, a pro forma reply that gets sent out? Do you, you think? Yeah, I can only imagine so, yes. So yeah. if anyone was, if they're going to prioritize anyone, it had to be someone like you because how could you be worse hit than you were? Yeah, well, that, well that, that's, that's my reasoning as well. I mean, the. MB grants are there to assist businesses with their uh, mid, uh, short to midterm uh, continuity. So, hey, you're, you're, you're hit a rough spot now. Let's make sure you get out of this uh, in good stead. Um, we have found that roughly 90% of the grants have gone to businesses that not, haven't even had wet feet. Okay. So, so. And I don't begrudge, I want to make I don't begrudge anyone who's who thinks that they need that support because you're a cafe in town and you've had, haven't had power for three days or four days and um, uh, your fridge and freezer are full of um, uh, Paris goods. You've actually suffered a loss of revenue and yeah. you suffered a lot an actual um, uh, operating loss. I understand that. Help these people. What I don't understand is why businesses who are actually needing this to, to get through all of this um, are underrepresented. What I don't understand is why businesses like ours have to bend over backwards to get a look in. And um, because this is not just us. Um, and we don't, and I don't understand how some of these decisions have come to um, uh, come to being in the first place, I mean, without without calling out anyone, uh, but there are insurance brokers, one-man band insurance brokers uh, operating from their house high up on a hill who got $40,000 straight away. But riddle me how an insurance broker, even if they haven't had power for four or five days, how their business is impacted more severely than ours. And and this money was again. Let's be clear. Uh, originated from MB, but was Correct. locally distributed by the Chamber of Commerce. This, this is what we're talking about. Correct. These are these. The, this is taxpayers' money that uh, the Ministry of Business has made available to help businesses like ours. 
So if you go back to the ministry, they'd probably say, well, you'll tell me, sorry, we don't deal with that directly. You'll have to go and talk to the local chamber of commerce. Have you, is that what they say? Uh, well, so so we've um, um, got advice from uh, the ombudsman's office on uh, how do we deal with this um, uh, escalation and appeal process. Um, and in short, it comes down to make sure that you keep appealing with the chamber until you know you've hit a dead end. Then you appeal with the chief execs, uh, the chief executive's office of uh, MB. Um, and if you don't get any further there, then you come to the ombudsman. Then you go to the ombudsman. Um, we have appeals with the uh, chief executive of um, MB, but that's um, that's been a bit a bit of an odd process because when you talk to the people of, of MB, they say, "Well, actually, this isn't us. We know nothing about this." Oh, that's helpful. Not- yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I spend a lot of time on the on the, on the phone <laughs> about this. They say. We know nothing about this, so it's not our area, therefore not our responsibility, therefore not our problem, um, which I find really odd given the fact that everyone is in agreement that this is called the MB Business Continuity Ground. I mean, Did they the even ground, know it was the named after them? Their name. Did they know that it was named after them? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So I've spoken to a couple of people on there in, in the MB um, uh, Sports Centre or Service Centre, whatever they uh, call it. And they are completely in the dark of what this thing is and um, how they deal with it. And you can kind of understand why, because MB has, from the very get-go, um, delegated this responsibility to the chambers. So there's a good reason why the people on the, um, uh, on the floor within MB might not know all that much about it. I mean, that's, that's how government departments work. If, if, if I don't see it on my desk every day, then it's probably not for me. Yeah, but you also need to be nimble enough to know if there's a disaster out oh, of the out of the out of the ordinary things happen, and you're going to get all sorts of left, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, left field things happening. So you've got to be ready for it because it's people's lives, and you know there's a lot at stake. So I don't know if I mean you. Oh yeah, you're preaching to the converted here. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I'm just hearing all this kind of for the first time, so I'm getting my head around it as yeah, yeah, okay. as we talk. So in the appeal process back to the Chamber of Commerce. Could they, for example, show you how they made that assessment on you? Because I think in the paperwork you've shown that, you know, people who don't even live in the area and and don't even seem to have been trading in the area have got compensation. So there seems to be an inconsistency there. So they would have to show you, wouldn't they, you know, bottom line, how they came to that decision. No, the Hawke's Bay Chamber doesn't show anything. I mean, it's it's only because of um, uh, a local stuff uh, reporter uh, that they um, uh, even uh, published the um, the list of the grants as they were awarded. Because initially they they weren't even uh, willing to do that, even though it's an MB requirement. Be open and transparent and, t- and tell the world who you've given this money to. Something's going on here, man. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, but uh, yeah. something uh, is up, right? Something's not uh, something. Well, what's that in the state of Denmark comment? It's like that. Something's wrong or smelly in the state of Denmark. Yes. Um, okay. So, all right. So that's where you're at. You've legaled up the kind of not forthcoming insurance companies, yeah. not returning calls. What the hell do you do, Mike, from this point? 
I'll take take happy pills for one. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, with the unfortunate thing for us is um, just to paint the full picture. Even if insurance and central government would come to the party today and we get, would get full payout uh, from them, we are still down the hole by roughly two million dollars. And it's important to state that because. We are bickering with uh, the Hawke's Bay Chamber over whether or not we um, uh, should be getting 40,000. Okay, so that's 40, hardly the, any. Yeah, the 40,000 is not going to um, make any difference in the, in the long run, but what it does do, we are churning, we are, we are if, um, working so hard to get back on our feet. So I've, I've reinvigorated my uh, old um, uh, uh, consulting uh, activities. My wife has just bought herself a little uh, franchise. Um, we are we are doing everything we can to get uh, back up and running and to um, uh, put food on the table. The enemy we've got is that we are running out of money so quick that um, I mean our savings are, are uh, diminishing really fast. So we need that support from MB just to buy ourselves time. Um, and yeah, um, well, that's effectively what it is. The $40,000 is just to buy us time yeah. to get everything back up and running. I mean, in this country, if you own a business, you cannot go to MSD and say, hey, give us a, um, uh, give us a, um, a benefit. So there, there, there's no support. I mean, when I say there's no support, there's no support from government. Um, and we're in this situation without any fault of our own, right? I mean, we, we just happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Well, do you call it an act of God, I suppose? When you yeah, yeah. An well, act if, of, if, if, if you're act of something, anyway. Yeah, if you're inclined that way. Um, so we've got a situation where we are relying 95% on uh, our community. I mean, I just want to make a shout-out to the Bayview, to the Bayview Esdale community. The wow. Best community in the world. Um, the last 11 weeks, we could not have survived without all the fantastic people around us. So here we are, a net contributor to, to uh, the New Zealand economy, never, ever having held up our hand for anything. For 14 years, I've been in good jobs. We've, we've set up a great business. We employ people, all locals. We do a bit to make Bayview, Estill, Napier, Hawke's Bay a better place. And when this happens, we're, we're left to fend for ourselves. So thank goodness we've got all these fantastic people. Um, and they're, they're the PTA moms. They're um, uh, guys that work in the, in, the, in the forestry that have just lost um, uh, their, their jobs. They're coming out to help. It's... it's uh, it's 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 customers of ours who, who turn around and say, "Well, hey, Mike, whatever whatever you guys need, we'll be there." It's perfect strangers who tell us, "Hey, we know you've lost everything. We've got a house load of um, uh, furnishing for you. It might not be all that um, uh, new, and it's it's actually comes from a retirement village, <laughs> but have it. Um, we've got the community rallying rallying around us. My complaint about all of this is." It shouldn't have to be this way. We are vocal. We are loud. We do. We we're not shy, so we do not. Um, um, uh, we're not too proud to say, "Hey, we need help." 
but there's lots of people out there. We see them almost on a daily basis turn up or pop up. We we say, oh, here's this old 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 um, uh, lady or this old man. Um, he's got absolutely nothing. He's, he's not um, uh, called out for support, but and then the community sorts it out. Yeah, we're in a category one disaster area, and government is nowhere to be found. Well, that's what we've kind of heard anecdotally, yeah. and and you know what you're saying sort of goes with that. And it's it's wonderful to hear you talk about the community in that way, by the way, and I'm glad they've got your back, you know. Um, oh, they do, they do. Glad for that. But there seems to be some disconnect and a, a little bit of heartlessness, I have to say, at the official level. I mean, they're all human beings. They should understand that even if they went out and had a look, has anyone come out just to have a look that you know of any official well, we, person? We, well, when, when you not people, we've not had people from central government through our property. No one, no one has presented himself. We have had, um, um, we've got good support from uh, David Seymour and Simon Court. They've been out to our property. We've got good support from um, uh, National Party. I mean, um, we, we're a Labour electorate, but the first time we saw uh, our own uh, MP, um, Mrs. Stuart Nash, was after he was uh, stripped of all his roles and he actually couldn't do anything anymore. So he wasn't there even on the day? No. Man, I would have thought that would be um, right at the core of, of the job for being a local electorate MP. Or am I missing something, Mike? I must be missing something. I think we're all missing something, Paul. I think okay. we're all missing something. I mean, the, the sheer disinterest. I mean, it was all good and well when the, when the camera crews were still here. Yeah. But the camera crews disappeared a week and a half, two weeks in. I mean, we, 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 we're unfortunate enough to um, uh, have this event affecting um, five councils, so Napier, Hastings, uh, Central Hawke's Bay and Wairo, and the regional council. And they don't seem to be, despite all the intentions to work together, they don't seem to be able to, to get themselves organised. Um, I mean, what this situation calls for uh, and we've seen it done before, is like in uh, Christchurch where we had CIRA, the Christchurch Earthquake Recovery Agency. Yeah, something that we brings everyone some, together. We need yeah. something like that here to bring EQC into the fold and uh, get decisions made. I mean, the the official structure that Grant Robertson has, has um, uh, uh, put together with him as the chief uh, um, uh, cyclone recovery minister with deputy ministers. I mean, it's not working for the Hawks Bay because our deputy minister was Stuart Nash. Well, he's gone. His successor um, uh, just yesterday announced that she's leaving uh, Labour to yes. join the Maori Party. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, talk about a talk about a perfect storm. Yeah, but uh, again. When you sign up for office, you have to accept that you're going to have to take responsibility for these situations. Otherwise, go do something else. Well, and that's to, exactly what he's doing, isn't it? And, and what we hear is is just just complete lackluster performance at every turn. Every turn, it's it's like uh, systematic epic fails all the time. It's it's. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we 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 use a different word around here. Yeah. It, start, it starts with cluster and you can fill oh, in the yeah, list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know the one. Yeah. Yeah, well, it shouldn't be that way. Okay, so 
is it will it be possible let's say you know you, you use your smarts and somehow you kind of buy the time that you need to get back up on your feet is it popular uh, possible with that land or is that done <sighs> Oh, I mean, with with hard work and endless resources, everything is and everything and anything is possible. The and I don't think people um, uh, understand this enough, so I'm happy to spell that out. What you've got to understand is that if you want to clean up, if let's say we want to clean up our block, the only way that that actually works is if our neighbours do it as well, because oh. if we clean up our block we are lower than our neighbors, the first rain, we get all the water. So it, it, there, there, needs, there needs to be coordination and there needs to be a, um, uh, I would argue, there needs to be a directive to say, these properties need to be cleaned up. These properties do not need to be cleaned up. These properties are gonna be back available for habitation. These properties are gonna be um, um, uh, graded down to be agricultural only or recreational land. Um, but you've got to do this in a coordinated effort. You cannot leave it to individual landowners to make that call because we might decide that we are um, um, leaving all the silt, grading it out or leveling it out, um, uh, cultivate it, uh, whereas my neighbors might decide that they want to have everything gone because they might not trust what's in the soil. This is purely hypothetical. Because oh, that's my, a good point. What, yeah, yeah, because what? if my neighbors are listening, because I don't, I know they don't think that way, but just, yeah. um, and this is magnified all throughout Esk Valley. This is magnified all throughout uh, Pakawai, Dartmoor, uh, Pukatapu. You need to have a singular coordinated Yep. Uh, approach to how you deal with at least blocks of yep. land. You can't just go it alone. No, impossible. Because it's impossible. You, you, I mean, I, I would not dare. So we've not done anything um, uh, on the actual cleanup of silt on our land for this specific reason. Yeah. You mentioned something about what's in the soil. Is there some concern about what's oh, in the no, 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 no. I, I don't think there's, there's much... So when the floods happened, there was um, a lot of concern then, particularly because of all the septic tanks that got uh, ripped out. And, um, and we know from two uh, cases really close to us um, how um, people got a necrotizing bacteria in, the, in, their, uh, in their wounds. Okay. And um, yeah. uh, two close friends of ours um, ended up uh, uh, in hospital um, uh, for Seven weeks, I think, six, seven weeks. I see. We never hear about stuff. We never hear about stuff like that. You see. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, you should have called me earlier. Well, I know, but you know, the the news reporting does never go to that level. You just don't understand how it affects people. So, so what I'm getting at, Paul, is people have locals here have seen and have experienced how that initial flood water was rife with really nasty stuff. Right. As I said, two close friends of ours ended up in hospital undergoing surgery every two days to try and clean up the, the, the bacteria out of their wounds. Wow. Um, so off the base, off the back of that, you can understand that there's people who don't trust um, what's in that silt. So regional Council, for, for good measure, Regional Council has done uh, quite a few um, uh, 
soil testing or, or silt testing, and they've come with uh, with a with an all clear declaration. So they they, they the silt when it's dry, it's it's um, it gets really dusty, and it's probably better to to wear a uh, wear a face mask of sorts, or just making sure you don't breathe it in because that fine it will get into your lungs. Uh, but in terms of pathogens, it's probably safe. That doesn't mean that people necessarily trust that advice. And people make their decisions on what they want to do with their land based on what they believe. Not, I mean, we know how um, belief and science are not always at odds with each other. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so that's what I'm getting from. So that's why it needs to be coordinated and a strategy right. behind it. And everyone needs to right. be talking to each other and agree on things. All right. So how long... Can you go on like this? And that will speak to, uh, you know, of other people who are in your similar situation. Uh, I mean, it's grinding you down right now, clearly. Oh, well, it is grinding me down. I mean, we're we're, we're fighting with everything we have to stay afloat. Um, So I reckon we've got... Uh, Is the bank being understanding? The bank has been understanding, yes. Yeah. 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 Good. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. But ultimately, we've got their money locked up in our land so so at some stage stuff needs to happen yeah of course um and and they won't be understanding for much longer no that that runs out i I get that yeah yeah. and so i've I've got no complaints about my bank whatsoever um they've been incredibly helpful um but i think we've got another six weeks before we actually get to um, I think it's called the breadline. I've not seen the. I mean, you can see me on camera. I'm a chunky dude. I've not seen the breadline for a long time. Okay. Um, not, not, not since I was in uni. Um, yeah, no, the, we are under a lot of financial pressure. And um, the fact that the Hawke's Bay Chamber is using all sorts of um, questionable um, uh, um, methods and questionable um, uh, criteria um, just doesn't uh, uh, put a lot of faith in me that, that we're going to actually get anywhere with them. I mean, they've, they've declined. We've um, protested and appealed their decision um, and uh, twice. The first time they responded, the second time they didn't. Um, so that's why we now escalated to uh, MB. Uh, but I'll, I'll just go back to what I said before. This Business Continuity Fund was set up specifically to help businesses like ours. And I just can't understand how whole swathes of um, businesses in and out of Hawke's Bay, some of them not even registered as businesses, uh, some private individuals, um, how they been handed out money above and beyond what we've um, uh, now been been. The promise, and we've, as I said, we've appealed that. I mean, you either give us what's helpful, or you don't give us anything at all. Well, this is why uh, early on, and you said I was yeah. going for the jugular. I question, you know, you've got to try and explain the inconsistency of, of applying yes. the criteria. And yes. either you're incompetent, don't know what you're doing, or there are other things at play. And well, I, th- I think it's a bit of both. Um, I mean. The Hawke's Bay Chamber released a list of the first 257 grants they uh, had awarded. And um, we've gone through that list and it was 
probably the better part of two weeks worth of work to scrutinize every single wine item on there uh, to find. So registered names are not necessarily trading names. Uh, registered addresses are usually the accountants, so you don't actually know the address of operation. And so we've gone through all of those, and we have found on those 257 line items, on those 257 grounds, 40, 40-odd inconsistencies. Um, so when you come to um, uh, the point of incompetence, there's uh, 19 companies uh, on there that are not even registered with the company's office. I mean, that is just doing your, your, your due diligence. Well, then to deny someone like you and then an appeal and then what not be able to tell you why exactly they couldn't match the obvious criteria with your application, no. this, is, this is where all the question marks come in. Correct, you know? correct. Well, and, and on top of that, we know that, um, so we, when we went through that list, we found um, uh, eight of our colleagues on there Eight orchards who've gone, who've, who've had, uh, who've been impacted as well. Um, none of those have been paid uh, less than twenty. So, so again, in my own industry, we've. I mean, it just it's it's just a kick in the guts. They don't like you, Mike. Obviously, they don't. Oh, you know, I, there I, doesn't I, like I you. Have you said something to, to someone? I understand. Sometime? I understand. I'm, 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 <laughs> you either love me or you don't, but. Um, um, I take I it those I, other I, similar. Well, I don't hold back. So I, that, I, I, well, that could be a problem. For, for that could be a problem like for a lot of people. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, let, let's 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 call a spade a spade. Um, I'm an immigrant to this country. Um, you, you'll you'll hear my accent that I'm um, uh, uh, a Dutchie. We yep. don't really do the pussyfooting all that well. Um, and I've call, called out with um, uh, uh, the Hawke's Bay Chamber and the CEO that they're simply not doing their job. How on earth can you come to this decision if you've actually been to Esk Valley? How on earth can you come to this decision if you put it um, in amongst decisions you've made for similar sort of businesses? How can you come to these uh, decisions when people who've had dry feet all the way through get $40,000, no questions asked. Uh, I mean, the private individuals on there, I mean, I can only imagine that, that one or two uh, are mistresses of um, Hawke's Bay Chamber staff, for, for all I care. I mean, there's no accountability there at all. Do you think they've um, singled you out? Or they don't um, no, like, no, no, I don't think, well, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, possibly, possibly. Um, I don't, can't answer that question because you can't talk to these people. Yeah, right. Well, that's the uh, but I do. But I do know that we are not an isolated case. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. Gosh, what a what a situation to be in. Yeah, Sorry to hear say, about all that. You want to say the cluster thing, though? Yeah, cluster. Beep beep, <laughs> beep, 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 beep. You know, a lot of words thrown in there with yeah. it too, if you want. Um, okay. Well, thank you for informing us of that because that's given quite a bit to think about and really they need to people need to front up don't they and explain why 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 is this all happen and if if they can't well get ready good luck for the next disaster <laughs> uh, what happens there yeah well i mean the one the one Anywhere. thing that has become, yeah, yeah. Oh, correct yeah and the one thing that has become 
very, very clear from, from, from um, uh, all, these, um, all this poking around is that those closest to the fire warm their hands best. Um, the, the first lot of um, um, grants that were um, issued out of the first 15, 14 uh, were just handed out $40,000 straight away. Yeah. And you go, well, where's, where's the restraint? Um, I mean, and this, this comes back to your earlier question about uh, incompetence or not. The application closing date was Easter Monday. All the money had already been gone before the before the closing date had arrived. Oh, okay, yep. Um, so the it, cupboard it, was would, bare would, anyway. Yeah. So, so would would anyone who's half professional would say, okay, we're gonna just out of pure uh, pure courtesy, we're gonna wait for the closing date. We're gonna um, um, look at what we've got in front of us. We're gonna prioritize who will be um, um, the most urgent. And we'll work our way down from those people who have had wet feet and lost everything to um, a cafe in, in Havelock North who was without power for two days. Yeah. That, that's how you would do it. Yeah, well, but, it's... But they've not. Common sense. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But, but, but with lack of common sense, you tread into the area of incompetence really quickly. And people were still like applying for things when the money had gone anyway. Yes, correct. We've, so we've that's learned, an insult. That's kind of an insult to people, really. It's oh, correct. I mean, we've learned from uh, we've learned about this MB grant for the very first time the day before Good Friday, and here we are. We are receiving emails from Business uh, New Zealand. We're receiving emails from MB. Um, we've got a really good team in the Bayview community who are hovering over any possible funding uh, opportunity, Every, everyone had missed it. So this money is being, being dished out. Uh, we know that the, as soon as the funds became available, that Hawke's Bay Chamber did send an email to their own membership. So the Hawke's Bay Chamber oh, membership were, were informed. Yeah, okay. now we're starting to get somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we've only learned this last night. Um, I've got a... Got a we uh, received a, a copy of that, um, uh, of that communication. Um, yeah, because if well, how does that you, make you feel? Oh, the, the, that's sort of yeah. like inside trading in a way. Well, I mean, ultimately, ultimately I'm, I'm disappointed trading. that MB um, and Business New Zealand have not communicated about the existence of this grant through their normal processes. I mean, any business owner in New Zealand will receive a weekly or a, or a, a fortnightly email from Business New Zealand about what's going on um, on, an, on, a, on a national level, stuff to be aware of. Um, so we, we're, we're looking at this um, religiously in, in, the, in the mix of all of this because we want to know what we can um, um, expect in terms of support. Yeah, so, so mm. yeah, yeah do, do with it what you like, but it's not been a fair, fair process. All right, well, at least you got... The community Correct. behind you and got you oh, back yes, there. Yes, At least so. you got them, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Mike, th thank you for coming on Reality Check Radio and telling us your story. We appreciate it. I hope it gets sorted out at some point. It sounds like you've got quite a bit of work still to do on every level, it seems. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. good, honest, hardworking people, they usually get through in the end, even though it's a, a battle. 
I mean, what do I know? But, well, I hope that that's the case anyway. So thanks for coming on and, and talking about it. And keep us informed of where it's at. We'll follow that one along and try and sort of understand why the, everything's been so patchy and all and loosey-goosey and all over the place. Mm. We, you know, we'd like to get to the bottom of that at some point. I'm sure you would. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no. Thank you, Paul. RCR with Paul Brennan. Reality Check Radio.